Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kim. And I forgot the wrong introduction. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, we well. didn't introduce ourselves today. That's we a good did- one. Yeah, we have to introduce ourselves today. We used to do that back in the day when there were three of us, but since there have been two of us, we've introduced each other, so we're changing things around a little bit, which is kind of appropriate, because this podcast is all about transitions. We are saying goodbye to some friends, and we are saying hello to some new friends. Absolutely. We have a lot of goodies to share with you today, and one thing that we are saying hello to is our upcoming August free class. For those of you who are new... Every month, except December, we have a free class, and anyone is welcome to come to it. We pick a topic for every month's class, and if you're unable to attend them live, they are recorded, and eventually, hopefully, they're put up on our free downloads page. There's over 50 hours of material on there now, so there's a ton of ways to get to know us via the downloads on that page, in addition to listening to this podcast, of course. So you can come to our free classes. And in August, this month, on August 29th, 2019, at 8.30 p.m., all of our classes are on Thursday nights. They're usually toward the end of the month, and they're all at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. So this month, on the 29th, we're going to be talking about Chromebooks. Chris, what the heck is a Chromebook? It's a book made out of Chrome? No, don't think so. That'd be a very heavy book. Oh. No, I don't think so. Try again. Okay. It's a little laptop device looks like a laptop that is running the chrome operating system or what's lovingly known as chrome os this allows you to use the laptop in a variety of situations you can connect it to a lot of your google properties such as drive doc slides sheets you can do web browsing you can check your email you can do a bunch of things with it And it comes out of the box accessible with its screen reader called ChromeVox. What's nice about a Chromebook is that it allows you to do a lot of collaborative projects. So if you have a colleague, for instance, you could work on a document together in Google Docs. If you have files that you need to share with people, you can upload them to your Google Drive. If you want to browse Chrome and then share that information with your friends, you can do that through Gmail. And of course, you don't have to use Gmail. You can go to your email provider's website and check your mail that way. So that is another way to to do it. But if you have a Gmail account, you can certainly utilize it via your Chromebook. And what's really nice about Chromebooks is if you are in the education sector or if you have a student in the education sector or you are a teacher who is teaching students or a parent of students, you may particularly have gained some familiarity with the Chromebooks or at least have heard of them. Or if you're someone who's just thinking, you know, I've always wanted to learn Docs or I've always wanted to learn to utilize Chrome more effectively as a web browser, you might find this class particularly interesting. It is a really nice, clean interface and a way to get your browsing and productivity information in one place and to do it pretty seamlessly 
utilizing your Chromebook. So we're going to talk about all the benefits, all the advantages of having a Chromebook. And of course, Chris is going to show us a Chromebook in action. And I'm going to play the student in this class. So I get to ask all the questions that hopefully some of you guys have as well. And of course, we also encourage you to bring your own questions to class because that's the most fun part of teaching a live class. We get to answer your questions. So we would love for you to join us for the class. And again, it is Thursday, August 29th, 2019 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. And to get all the information for it, what do you need to do? You need to subscribe to our events list, and you can do that anywhere on the webpage at mysticaccess.com. And there's a nice little form that you can fill out with your first name, last name, and you can check either box and submit. And then what you'll want to do is you'll get an email that wants you to confirm it. Don't reply to that message because it doesn't work. There's a link in the email where you confirm your subscription. So it's not like a discussion list Free like groups.io. Groups.io, something like that. It's not like that. So you just click the link and you're in. So that is how you will join us. You will just click the list of interest. We have two mailing lists that you can join. One is our Mystic Access newsletter. And that gives you news and views on upcoming products and featured products and what we have going on. And the events list tells you about free and paid events that are coming up in the future. So, for instance, if you're interested in that monthly free class, every month I'll send you out an email that tells you about what's coming up and gives you all the information to join. And we do offer the free classes via the Zoom platform. So you have lots of opportunities and ways to join us. You can join via PC, Mac, iOS, Android, Fire OS, or the good old-fashioned touch-tone phone. So we'd love to have you if you would like to come visit us and learn about Chromebooks on the 29th. By the time you hear this podcast, our five-week Android class will be well on its way to completion. So we'll be in at least our third week. Because of this, our registration for the live modules will be closed. But you can still sign up for the waiting list for when the class becomes a product. And that just notifies you when the class is completely finished, daisied, mp3'd, put in a nice little package for you to purchase, download, and you'll get the email when it's ready. It'll probably be done at the end of September, last week in September, first week in October. The advantage of having these things as daisy books is, of course, we call Chris in-house our crazy daisy dude because he doesn't know how to put anything less than about 100 nav points in every daisy file. So you're going to get an intense amount of navigation to assist you in finding what it is that you are looking for in the daisy book. So if you want to learn about a specific facet of Android that we cover in this class, like how to turn on TalkBack, or how to get to your notifications, or how to change from lines to paragraphs to characters to words as you are reading, or all about how to use Gmail on your Android device. <laughs> all those things will be navved, so you will be able to reach them through just moving through at various navigation levels, and you'll be able to find what it is that you're looking for. There are advantages to live classes, of course, because you get to have input. You get to ask questions live of us. But the advantage to the product is that you get all this great navigation, whether you choose to download the MP3 version or DAISY version of a course. And 
This is going to be a very intensive course. There is a lot of material in it. It's probably going to be seven hours of material, and it's a lot. And we're really looking forward to being able to share it with even more of you when it comes out as a product because it is a really nice deep dive into Android for those of you who are brand new to it or for those of you who would really like to brush up on your Android skills and be more competent and confident in using your devices. Or for those of you who are thinking, I don't know much about Android. How does it differ from iOS or the PC or whatever I'm already using? This might be a fun curiosity thing for you to check out this course and see how Android works and how accessible and enjoyable utilizing it can be. So basically the waiting list allows you to sign up and you will get an email when the product is ready for purchase. Now one thing to note about that is price. Yes, currently the price is $49 and this is for the live class but because of the work that is involved after the live class the price will be going up. When you look at the product on the waiting list you will see the price and that will be the current price Speaking of products, we have something very important that we would like you to do for us if you have the opportunity. We are considering adding written transcripts to some of our products, and we would like to know if this is something that would benefit some of you. We asked about this among members of our WordPress course, and the overwhelming response was, yes, please give us a written transcript. Now, there are advantages to that, of course. There are different ways we learn things, and I might learn something one way, but learn related content in a different way. So for instance, I might listen to something and pick up a lot of the content, but if I read it, I might pick up something that I didn't pick up upon listening. So we all have different learning styles and things that appeal to us. Would it be helpful for you guys to have a written transcript in addition to the audio that we offer? And if so, which products would this be most helpful with? So there's going to be a new poll up on mysticaccess.com. You can find it on any page of the site. By the time you are listening to this podcast, it'll be up. And we would love for you to answer that question for us. Would you find written transcripts to be helpful? And there will be several ways that you can answer that question. Now, one thing to note, product prices will need to go up a little bit to offset the cost of the written transcripts because we will be paying to get these done. This isn't something that we're going to do in-house. That's not our specialty. We know people who are way better at it than us. And so we will be outsourcing that project to people we trust. We would love to know if this is something that interests you, but please know that product prices will go up. Not significantly, but they're going to go up just enough for us to offset the cost of the creating the transcripts for products. So you might only pay $10 more for something, but when several of you buy it, that's going to help us in offsetting that cost. So we'd love to know what you think. We try and keep prices very reasonable, as you guys know. And so let us know if this would be something that's helpful for you. And if, for whatever reason, you're unable to access the website, if you call us to place an order, or if you want to email us, you can do that. You can just let us know during that process what do you think. Is this something that would be useful for you? And please let us know if you're actually talking to us. Which products would you like to see transcripts for, if any? So we would love to get your feedback on that. One product that we will have the transcript for is the 15-hour Braille Note Touch tutorial. Yes, that is coming. That is in the works now. We do have a transcript for the Orbit Reader tutorial. It needs a little update, but 
it is something that is currently out there for you. And we know some of you have found that very helpful. Another product that we currently have a transcript for is the Brilliant BI14 tutorial that can be downloaded from our free downloads page as well. So both of the Humanware products have transcripts. Or will have transcripts. And we'll let you know when the touch transcript is available as well. So if you're an Orbit Reader user and you bought that tutorial or you would like it, you can get a transcript. Again, we do need to get that updated because Lisa is implementing some changes behind the scenes to the Orbit Reader tutorial. The product is up. Anybody that downloads the product is getting the updates. So we just need the transcript updated, right? And of course, you can check out the Brilliant BI 14 tutorial with its transcript as well. So if you're interested in those products and you kind of like to see what our transcripts look like, that will give you some idea. And it's essentially what we narrate in the tutorial And it also tells you about any speech prompts that are available. So you're able to see what is speech versus what is narrated. So you mentioned this mystery person named Lisa. I think that there's going to be a guest appearance from Lisa very, very shortly. Very shortly, indeed. Before Lisa left to go to Hadley, she recorded a demo for us. And she will be recording more for us in the future. In fact, I know we're going to have to at least drag her back on here one time before the end of the year, kicking and screaming, nah, she'll love it. Because she and I get to talk about recipes. And since we're the only ones who cook food around here, (laughs) we want to make sure that you get some nice holiday recipes from us. So she definitely will be back. She'll be hanging out with us. Chris just likes to eat food. He doesn't actually make the food. He just listens to us talk about it. So we're going to be sharing with you later on in the year, I'm sure. But it will be fun to hear Lisa again. For those of you who have listened to us for a while, you've certainly been familiar with her. And this is a demo that she did for us. And we're just now getting it up because, you know, fall of the year is coming. And all that good food, a lot of times, a lot of it will come in the fall. So you'll have your freshly harvested veggies and you'll be wanting to make soups and chilies and casseroles all sorts of delicious things for fall perhaps one thing you might need in order to cart all those groceries home is something that Lisa's going to discuss in this demo and of course you can use this gadget for much more than your groceries so this is something called a climb cart and Lisa is going to tell you all about it we could channel Ed McMahon and say here's Lisa We could. I think you just did that. (laughs) Recently, I went in search of a small wheeled shopping cart. I'm not talking about the shopping carts that supermarkets make available, but more the ones that people get and wheel along with them. In the past, I've had the metal folding ones that probably many of you have seen. And while they worked well, I found that there were large openings in them and that if things weren't done just so, that small items could fall out. I found a different cart and wanted to talk to you about it. I ordered this one from Target by using the Shipped app, and so you may be able to find it at Target or other places. It's called a Climb Cart, just how it sounds. Climb, C-L-I-M-B, and then a separate word, cart. And I paid about $20 for mine. It is mostly plastic, so it has a handle that stands up. It's about the size of a handle on luggage that you may have, except that the handle does not retract. At the bottom of the handle 
is a platform. This is the actual body of the cart. So it doesn't actually look like a cart. It looks like a handle with a platform. And the reason this is so is if you have a large box that you need to take somewhere, you can put it on this platform and you can use the included bungee cord to fasten it in place. You're not trying to fit a large box into or on top of a certain sized cart. So that is one feature, one part of it is this frame. Then you have a bag or the part that kind of turns it into a cart. It is a heavy canvas. My color identifier said it is dark gray. So that means it could be anywhere from black to medium gray. It's hard to tell. But it seems like it would be a sturdy, dark colored cloth that would not allow liquids to leak, at least not very much. And because it's dark, it probably wouldn't be as likely to show dirt. This is just a large open bag, and it has a sleeve or an extra piece of material that is connected to the back of the bag in two places. So this sleeve slides down over the handle. So the bottom of the bag rests on the platform of the cart. So basically you have a canvas bag with a plastic supported bottom and a handle and it has wheels. The bag does not have any kind of snap closure at the top, but it does have a drawstring. The wheels are kind of interesting, and this is how it got the name Climb Cart. It appears that there are several carts out there that claim to climb stairs. I felt that by describing mine, you could find out from someone if what you saw was different or similar. So the climb cart has a total of six wheels on it. And you have this kind of long metal spoke that goes across the underside of the frame. And there are two protrusions, one on each side, and a set of three wheels snaps onto each protrusion. Honestly, when I got this, I was a little disheartened because I was expecting a fairly large, kind of shrink-wrapped, fully assembled cart. And what I got was a depressingly small box, which to my way of thinking meant some assembly required. Now I'm not opposed, I'm just pretty inexperienced, and in general I find that the directions for assembling things are often done in graphic form, so I can't follow them. I think I would actually enjoy assembling stuff if I had instructions I could follow. However, this really could not have been easier. Each set of three wheels, which I'll describe in a little bit, just simply snapped onto either end of this metal spoke that stuck out. There were no screws, no wrenches, no nuts, no bolts, no pliers. It was kind of a thing of beauty. It just all snapped together. Now, let me try and describe the wheels. Picture a central hub, not a wheel, just a central plastic hub. Out of this hub, comes three spokes. At the end of each of these three spokes is a wheel. And this whole hub turns, so you kind of have a wheel within wheels or something. It's actually fairly neat looking, but the point is that the whole thing turns, so you really can fairly easily wheel this up or down stairs without a lot of thumping and bumping. 
I like this design with the canvas as opposed to the metal kind of grill style or grid style for a few reasons. It is much easier to just put things in. You can put them in as individual items or whole bags of things. With the older style metal carts, your average can could very easily fall out. You didn't have the luxury of just putting stuff in there. It all had to be bagged in some way or other. Also, this cart folds up very small, and I find that the profile of the cart is smaller. I think it's a little taller, but it's more narrow, so to me, it's easier to pull behind me. The handles I've seen on the older style carts are probably about a foot or more wide. They're as wide as the cart, whereas this plastic handle is, I don't know, about four inches maybe, about the size of a regular hand grip on a piece of luggage. And because it's plastic, I won't freeze my hands off if I'm using it in the middle of winter. If you are searching for a cart, I suggest that you either look in a brick and mortar shop, get some sighted assistance to look at pictures, or look closely at keywords. This is what I did, because when you search for cart or shopping cart, it will show you all different things, three primarily. It showed me utility carts. These are rolling carts with shelves on them. I actually have one, and I store things like my toaster oven and my Instant Pot on it, but it's not really meant for dragging it somewhere full of groceries. Then you'll also see dollies, and these are for moving things like refrigerators or large pieces of furniture. They're sometimes also called hand trucks, and this generally is not what you want unless you are buying your groceries by the pallet and not by the individual can or box or similar. What I looked for specifically was a shopping cart, and finding the words shopping cart I figured was a safe bet. I did take a little bit of a risk getting the cart, but I really needed something. I could have and maybe should have called and used a service like Ira or even FaceTime with a family member to get a description before purchasing, but it sounded like what they had would meet my needs, so I just went for it. Again, we don't have a link. I couldn't easily find it online. I found mine through the Shipped app when I ordered from Target, and it is just called a climb cart. And there will be a link in the show notes to Shipped if that is something that you would like to investigate further and sign up for. If you use the link, Mystic Access per se does not profit. This is my personal link, but if you do use the link and you decide to subscribe, then both you and I would save a little bit of money. If you don't, it's no harm, no foul. You can certainly sign up on your own. I just provide it as a service and a kind of getting started point. Happy shopping, whatever cart or whatever service you use. So thank you, Lisa, for giving us this little demonstration. And again, we'll have you back on and kicking and screaming or twisting an arm or something to get you back on. So. <laughs> It'll be fun. We'll have lots of fun. We'll have a Lisa reunion podcast definitely before the end of the year because we have to talk about food. That's kind of something that we do a lot around here. So we will be doing more of that by the end of the year for sure. Well, we're not going to talk about food right now. Rather, we're going to be sad for a moment. We're going to say goodbye. 
to an old dear friend. It's a fishy friend. It's a fishy friend. This is a product that was by our beloved company Shark. S-H-A-R-K-K. That we dealt with for several years. And we offered a couple of products from them. Recently, you guys may remember that we were able to get back a number of our Shark Boombox speakers. Well, so those have since swam swum swam away <laughs> and now we are having to say goodbye to their sister product which are the shark aura headphones we're so sad to see these go because they are a high quality awesome sounding headphone they're made out of aluminum they feel great they sound great they have great bluetooth connectivity and we really loved them so much they have nice tactile buttons unfortunately Shark seems to not be making a lot of products now that we used to see. No, they don't. So we do have a few of these Shark Aura headphones in stock, but when they're gone, they're gone. But they are really nice headphones. They are really nice. And just to show you how nice they are, we're going to play you the sample that is up on the Shark Aura's page on the website so that you can hear what they sound like and how they work. So... We know some of you will be lucky enough to get your hands, or in this case your ears, on these lovely headphones before we have to say goodbye to them. But we'd love to let you hear what they sound like. And if you want to purchase, you can get in touch with us, call us to place an order via phone, or visit us online. So here are the Shark Auras. So what makes these Shark headphones so cool? Let's begin with the build quality. Everything, as I mentioned before, that we have experienced here at Mystic Access, built by Shark, is of really amazing quality. And these headphones are some of the nicest I think I've ever seen. They are made of aluminum. They come in either bronze or silver. So they're very stylish. They're very, very nice looking. Very classy. These have aluminum buttons on one of the ear cups. They're round. They're very tactile. One is bigger than the other two. They're very easy to find and press tactilely. They're really, really, very nice. The ports are all surrounded in aluminum. The ear cups are all surrounded in this aluminum. The entire build is this really nice but very, very light aluminum build. These are on-ear headphones. Despite that, they do a really nice job of keeping noise out. I don't think I'd go so far as to call them noise-canceling, but they really do immerse you in really crisp, clear, beautiful audio sound. Now what I would like to do is begin some tracks and just go through some tracks and let you hear some really, really beautiful music. want you to want me I need you so badly I can't think of anything but you
we've waved goodbye the shark products in general we're going to say hello to a couple of new friends and these aren't quite ready for purchase yet but what we will be doing is putting them on pre-order so by the time you listen to this podcast they hopefully should be up for pre-order so what that means is that when the products are available you will be first in line to receive yours so when they're available they'll go out the door and you will have them yes you'll just be purchasing them in advance please just note that my descriptions that i put up for the pre-orders may not be as detailed as they will be when the product is ready for release but i will certainly be letting you know which one is which so that you'll be able to figure out which one you want to bring home because we're going to be showing you a couple today we'll be showing you a couple in the next podcast we're essentially revamping our hardware category and we're very excited about it because we have some little treasures that we're really looking forward to sharing with all of you so these will be on pre-order if you don't get like the master description that you might be used to for me i try and give lots of detail in them if they aren't quite as detailed just give us a call or email me ask me hey is this what i'm looking for i'll be happy to tell you but i'm going to try and make them descriptive enough for you to know exactly what you're getting so that if you want to be the first to get your order when they are available you can have them and for those of you who are new to ordering hardware from us is that you'll receive your hardware It'll come in its original box, and with it, you will receive an SD card with your tutorial on it. So you'll get the SD card, and you'll get the actual hardware that you have ordered. And the SD card will come in a little baggie. You will also receive Braille on the outside of your package. So you will know, even if you don't read Braille, that this is from Mystic Access. We give you a Braille address label. So the first thing we're going to show you is what they call the world's smallest speaker, the diameter of it. It's about the size of a quarter, maybe a little bit wider. And it's probably about 15, maybe 20 quarters stacked on each other. It's very but, chunky, but it's small. I mean, it's little bitty. It's a speaker. You can't control it with your, you know, you can't go play, pause, forward, reverse, and this and that and the other thing. But what it does, it does really, really well. And that is amplify the sound of your Bluetooth device that you have it connected to. And it doesn't just amplify the sound. It really provides a clear, robust, enjoyable listening experience. Whether you're listening to a book, a podcast, you're working out to a workout video, you're watching a movie, you're listening to music, you're going to find that it sounds a thousand times better than your device. And it's so small and compact that you can put it essentially anywhere. It has Bluetooth 4.2. So that's very nice. And there's only really room for one button on it. I mean, that's the other thing about it, because it is so little bitty that you really only can connect and disconnect and turn it on and off. I mean, that's all you can do. And I say disconnect, but really all you can do is turn it off. Right. There is a way to take a selfie with it, which we haven't figured out yet, but we will certainly before the tutorial is ready to go. So if that is a way that you would like to utilize it, you have that ability as well. It's got Bluetooth 4.2, and it charges via micro USB and you will get a micro USB cable with your speaker as well. Let's not confuse people though about the selfie thing. You don't use it to take the selfie. It doesn't have a camera in it. What I'm envisioning that you do is you put your phone somewhere that you're going to want to take your selfie with it and then instead of tapping your phone you tap this little device. You press the button on the little device which then operates the camera. Yeah, it activates your selfie, as it were. It activates right. the ability for your camera on your phone to take your selfie. <laughs> so it allows you to, as Chris said, put your camera further away 
and then you can take your selfie from a little further back or you need to gather a group of people around you for your selfie you can totally do that yep exactly so i just wanted to not confuse people on that and it does sound really good it's very it clear and it's very loud for what it is for what it is it's amazing it will fill up a small room or a medium-sized room just because it sounds that good. And it doesn't even distort that much. It's very impressive. There are a couple of speakers in this category that we were comparing before we decided on this one. And this one really does sound the best of those that we have heard. So we wanted to really provide something little bitty and small for you to be able to take essentially anywhere. You can take phone calls on it as well. So if that's something that you wish to do, you can. And it's going to sound like a phone, you guys. You know, it's not something that's going to sound like awesome quality, you know. But... You can definitely take phone calls. I wouldn't necessarily encourage you to do a three-hour call or certainly not a work conference call on it, but you absolutely can take calls utilizing it. The other thing that it has that I think is really neat is it's got a little lanyard on it, so you can attach it to a keychain. You can somehow probably hook it to your belt loop. You can put it in your purse and carry it around with you for travel. You can put it in the console of a car or a glove compartment. There's all sorts of ways that you can utilize it. If you have, like, no room on a shelf, you can put it on top of a shelf. Speaking of places you can put it, we discovered something kind of funny when we got it and we started playing with it. For any of you who have our Habit Bluetooth transmitter receiver, we found out something funny in terms of its size versus the size of the speaker. You can take the speaker and put it over the button. So if you know how big the button is on the Habit, that gives you an idea of the diameter of the speaker. <laughs> yeah, it's quite small. One thing that I did with it, I was waiting for a package to come. I was waiting for one of those food delivery services, speaking of food. Food. And I was sitting outside on the porch listening to my music with this little speaker from my phone. And I thought, not that this would happen, not that I'm paranoid or anything, but I thought as an experiment, I would move my phone into the house because I thought, what if the server or somebody walked by snatch the phone you wouldn't know the phone was gone until the speaker lost its range with the phone so i took the phone and put it in the house and came back outside with my little speaker and sitting there just jamming out to the tunes the thing that you have to keep in mind though is you better know what you're going to listen to with that situation you're not going to be able to navigate the speaker you know using the speaker there's no buttons on it there's no forward and reverse buttons so you can't pause it you can't Fast forward, you know, next track or previous track, that won't work. You could sit out there with your speaker, and if you leave it out on the table and it gets wet or whatever, it's, you know, it's it's better than a $1,000 phone getting wet. Yeah, and you don't want to get this wet, by the way. This no, is you not don't. This something you want to do. <laughs> if you did, you're not out that much, but if you can help it, you don't want to do it. But if you have a radio station or something you're listening to or a podcast or a book, just take it with you. If you know you don't want to stop that presentation or that music, then just take it out there with you and, and you can keep it probably about 33 feet away from your phone because it does have Bluetooth 4.2 and just chill to your tune. So what we're going to do is we're going to demonstrate this a little bit and we're going to do... 3.38 It's the speaker of my iPhone as to what you're listening to right now. 3.38 One notification. Now I'm going to turn on this little guy here. So as you can hear, the difference between the two 
just in the volume. And the clarity. Yes. It's far clearer than your phone. And, and I just did a two-finger double tap. Both of those speakers are the same distance from the microphone I'm recording with. So let's start this up for a second. 9 p.m. One notification. And I'm going to turn this off. So now it's off. And I'd have to start the phone back up. And there we go. So that's the <laughs> difference between the two. I mean, it's probably three to five times better than your phone easily. And it's really nice and clear. It's got this really interesting thing on the end of its lanyard. And one of the YouTube video guys that I was listening to said you could actually take that and stuff it into your headphone jack and you could hang the speaker from your headphone jack if your device actually has one and i did that now you wouldn't swing it around but you could put it on the table if you picked it up it would come with it you wouldn't swing the phone and have the speaker just kind of pendulum away because then it definitely is going to fall out but that's kind of a way that you could attach it to the device. Yeah, it's very temporary. You don't want to leave it like that for any length of time. But if you're listening, say, to your Victor Reader Trick, for instance, and you have your Bluetooth connected and you're listening to a book using your speaker, then you could totally do that. You could just leave it hanging there for a little while. Now, one important thing to note about this one, and Chris might be able to demo this for us really quick, when you are using this with voiceover, what we really encourage you to do is get your stuff set up in advance. So the book you want to play, the podcast, etc. Before you turn on the speaker. Because... So here's what happens, okay? So this is the speaker of my iPhone. And I'm just flicking away and everybody's happy. And Now if I turn the speaker on... And it takes about three seconds to turn it on or off. Bluetooth device ready to... Bluetooth device connectors. Now the little speaker is connected. Now voiceover is coming out of this little speaker. Five apps. The IPN messages folder. Seven apps. Twenty-four new items. Folder. Five apps. What folder was that? I don't know. I don't know. Because what's happening is voiceover is cutting off the first word of what it is when you're flicking around to see what you're doing. If you're playing music or having the stream go you know the, the the bluetooth see it said something dimmed i know it said screen dimmed or something but it chopped off the first word but if you have audio playing at the time it's not an issue it's just start your music back and show and this isn't really the fault of the speaker so much. This is a Bluetooth. It's Bluetooth, yeah. I've seen this on multiple devices as well. Yeah, this is just something that happens. You're not going to utilize this to scroll around your phone. But once you find where you want to be, if you want to read something or you want to listen to something, then this little speaker is a perfect teeny tiny companion for you. So I'm going to press and hold this for three seconds. One, two, three. I think I just took a selfie. I've never heard they do that before. How'd you do that? I have no idea. <laughs> he took a selfie. He didn't even know he was going to do it. Nope. Yep. So I shut it off and I did, I did something because it made a noise. You heard that noise. If you had a Victor Reader stream, you could even use this in conjunction with our Habit transmitter receiver 
to have a nice little speaker for your Victorator stream if that's something that you wanted to do. It won't quite fit in the little pocket if you have the executive products case <laughs> for your stream. It's not quite that little, but it's pretty small. You know, you could totally fit it in a shirt pocket. Oh, totally. And not worry about it falling out? Absolutely. You could totally, totally do that. So if you had your Victor Reader track again and you connected this to your Victor Reader track, you could use your track. There's tons of different things that you can do with just a cute little speaker. It's not high def, high quality, but it's really, really nice. But it's nice quality for what it is. It's yes. very surprising quality. As many of you know, I was a music major. Music is a huge part of my life. We are not going to carry anything that I don't think sounds extraordinarily good for its size and for its price point. We're going to make sure that you get something that sounds pretty great. So hopefully you know that about us and will know that even though this thing is little bitty, it is small but mighty in terms of the sound and the quality of sound that it puts out. Now, you know what I want to do? What? I want to go back in time. Back in time? Uh -huh. Oh, where are we going? Do you have your DeLorean? Um, yes, I do. Okay, good. So, punch in the year 1971, and I'm just picking a year wow. out of Wow, neither of us was born in 1971, but okay. Exactly. <laughs> but this thing may have been. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been. At least parts of it may have been. Parts of it may have been. What we have here is a Bluetooth speaker that combines the past and the present and who knows, maybe the future, whatever. It may be your future. You Could may be. enjoy having it in your future. <laughs> exactly. So what you have is a Bluetooth speaker that's rectangular and it has three knobs on the front, which are very important to the operation of said speaker. This speaker can play SD card, USB auxiliary and bluetooth and fm radio so but not you, just any fm radio well it can play fm radio fm radio is fm radio but this particular radio is not digital it's not it's analog it, it's analog there's a little when you turn the little knob and you can't see it but there's a little needle that's going from the left to the right and you're tuning in your stations the old-fashioned way probably 1971 1985, you were doing that with your radio. I know in 1985, I was playing with radios and things like that. And I don't believe digital tuning was even a thing yet. It probably was a thing in the later 80s, early 90s. Maybe, you know, just from my recollection, I could be way off. But that's when I first started to see it. But this particular radio has three knobs. One is a volume knob. And the funny thing about this knob is if it's off, you can turn your device all the way down and it does stop. You can turn your device all the way up and it does stop. So it's a rotary knob. It's a really, really nice turning rotary knob. One of the other two knobs is a tuning knob. And this again, you can turn while it's off. So if you're listening to your favorite radio station and you touch it by accident and the machine is off, you're going to change your radio station because, again, folks, this is analog. So don't touch that dial. Don't touch that dial. <laughs> the third dial you may want to touch. This Especially if you want to do multiple things with your speaker. <laughs> right. This is a dial that turns and it stops at each turn point. It'll stop. Unlike the volume knob, you can keep turning and turning and turning and turning and turning and turning. But what you have 
an off position, a Bluetooth position, an auxiliary position which controls your, your SD, your USB, and or your auxiliary port. And then you have the radio. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn the volume up quite a bit. And then I'm going to turn the knob once to the right. It just clicked. The Bluetooth device is ready to pair. So it takes a couple seconds to connect to my phone. The Bluetooth device is connected successfully. On the back, because this is a retro device and all of your past stuff is facing you, on the back you have some buttons. And you can press play, you can press forward and reverse, and you can hang up and answer your phone with the other button. You also have the slot for the micro SD card and the USB. So I'm gonna press play. So I'm gonna press pause. Now what I'm gonna do is I'm going to turn the knob to the right and we'll see what it does. Augs input mode. Play by USB drive. So I just pressed pause on the back of the machine and it paused the music on the USB stick. I'm going to insert an SD card and I'm not changing the knob. Play by TF card. Welcome to the Apple AirPods audio tutorial from Mystic Access. Oh, we can't get rid of her, can we? <laughs> She's still here. Basically what that did is it says, okay, I'm going to play from the TF card now that you inserted one. To play from the auxiliary, you would have to remove both of your other two devices if you have them connected. It's not smart enough to know that if you plug in the three and a half millimeter jack that it's going to change to auxiliary. So you have to remove the other two. So you can't. Yeah, you can only play from one at a time of those three. Off right, exactly. USB right. or SD. But now I'm going to turn to the radio. The radio mode. Here's the fun part. <laughs> now, there's one thing that we didn't talk about and Kim you might favorites. want to tell us about this I would love to tell you about it it is a real honest radio antenna it's not those little wire crappy antennas that we've gotten used to over the last few years that you had to like tape to the wall many of us remember those this is not this is one of those nice metal ones that you can raise into multiple positions you can move it backwards you can move it to the left or right and yep. you can tune in stations with the help of that antenna. And really, at least from my house, you really need that antenna in order to pick up a lot of stations. And I don't get tons of them, even with the antenna up, but I do get some very, very clearly using this radio. So I'm going to try tuning in some stations, and you have to do it Carefully. very, very slowly when you're turning the knob because it's going to not stop at the tuned station. It's just going to keep going. So with the analog tuner... But it's really cool. So I'm going to turn this up a little bit. And there's static. Hey, you found one. There's another one. 917 Giant FM. Tom Petty is free. Follow this afternoon Aww. drive radio show. Jeff, shall we? What I really want to say is I 
That takes us back in time a little bit, too. Yeah, it does. Commercial! Yep. Ooh, some classical music. Extend the life of your vehicle and save money with five This must be commercial time. <laughs> there we go. So there's your FM radio. That's pretty good. So it's actually picking up quite a bit of stations. Yeah, you're doing good. You're in a metro, so you're going to get more than me. Well, you know, it really depends on where I am in this house. That's a good point, too. I've only tried mine in one room thus far. Like, quite frankly, the place that I thought it would do the worst in, it's doing the best in. Oh, there you go. 1982. I was going to say, it's not quite 1971 or whatever you said, but... No, it's not. It takes us back a little bit. Leave it there, leave it there. Or leave it where? Go back to... There you go. Gives people an idea of the sound quality that you can get out of the analog. Sounds pretty great, guys. Yeah, it does. This is a 10-watt speaker. Yep. And it can go up pretty loud. Turn that puppy up. Oh, he moved it again. Where did it go? <laughs> See, you can't go I told back. him not to touch that dial. Oh, well, this is left to work. There you go. Give you an idea. It goes louder than that, but it it's does. pretty amazing. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. So that's kind of how that works. Yeah. So now, if I flip the knob to the right, it's off. Now, the cool thing about having an analog or a retro radio is that let's say that I just want to use it for the radio. I don't have to go through Bluetooth auxiliary radio. I could just turn the knob to the left and I turned it down and that's why the voice came low. It says radio mode. So it wasn't anything that because it was low, I just turned it down after I turned it off because I didn't want it blasting the next time I turned it on. So now I can turn it back to the right. It's now off. It's such a nice little thing. And it looks like one of those old-fashioned retro radios, which makes it extra fun. So it's got a little bit of everything. It really does. It's kind of our new Swiss Army Knife speaker. We are really looking forward to sharing it with you. It would make a great present for you or someone you love. I think these are going to be wildly popular for us around the holidays, particularly because it's just so fun. And my dad, once he finally sees it, is probably going to take it away from me because I think he's going to get a real kick out of it. If we so. can sell him one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think parents, as you have figured out by this point, when you own the company and you work for the company, I think parents get a little bit of slack on things like that. Not mine. <laughs> I'll be sure to tell them you said that. Actually, the funny thing is my mom wanted a copy of 
the Echo tutorial when it first came out. That's true. When it was very, very new. It was a six and a half hour audio tutorial. Now, my... two hours later and three years later. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't matter for my story. No. So my mom wanted it on a CD. So the loving son that I am, I cut the tutorial up and put it on like eight or nine audio CDs and sent it to her. She got a kick out of it. Yep. So that, I guess, parents do get some slack. So, yeah. They gave birth to us, so we have to give them some credit somewhere along the way. We're looking forward to bringing these goodies into your worlds and hope these will be fun additions for you. So if one or the other or both of those took your fancy, please visit us online. And if you just type in our search box, something like speaker, you will find both of them. You can pick the one you want. And... If you are international, of course, we will have tutorials available for each of those separately. And we'll have those available for pre-order as well. Just know, again, that my descriptions may get a little more specific as we get closer to the actual release date. So we are planning to have all these things ready for you by the Tuesday after Labor Day. That will give you an idea as to how long it's going to take us. Just a couple more weeks. Hang out with us. And we will be getting some of these ready for you. And by that time, we'll be sharing a couple more of these goodies with you as well. I will have all the relevant links in this week's show notes. So hop on over to the website and check those show notes out. And you'll be able to go straight to those pre-order products. And we are really excited to be bringing new goodies in. But don't forget about our old friend. There are a few left of the shark auras, and we would love to find them loving new homes. So if you would like a pair, please give them a home. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to stay here anymore. They've been crying in their boxes, and they've been saying, please get rid of me. I don't want to stay here anymore. So say, please, someone find me a good book to read you or a nice podcast or some nice music. So we think if you get these, you will thoroughly enjoy them. They have a nice wide sound stage. They sound really, really great, as you noticed from the sample. We think you will be very pleased with them. So thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. And we appreciate every last one of you. Thank you, everybody. We sure do. Bye. See you Bye. guys next time. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.